Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. How many of you know that God can bless you more in the time of crisis? He can bless you in the time of crisis more than in the time of convenience. Okay, sampu lang sa inyo. Ayawang ko iba sa inyo kung anong pininiwalaan nyo. How many of you believe that God can bless you in the time of crisis more than He would bless you in the time of convenience? Now, that doesn't mean to say now you have to pray na ikaw ay dumaan sa crisis. Because whether you pray for it or not, it will come. Manalangin ka man na dumaan ka sa pagsubok o hindi, darating ang pagsubok. Manalangin ka man na dumaan ka sa crisis o hindi, darating ang crisis. So, but ang point dito is, kailangan natin maintindihan at maunawaan na kahit gaano katindi ang crisis na yung pinagdadaanan, kaya ka pa rin i-bless ng Panginoon nang higit pa kaysa iyong panalangin o iyong inaasahan. So, basahin natin Exodus chapter 16 verse 1 to 7. They set out from Elim and all the congregation of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin. Now, take note. So I've heard some people say that it was the plan of God for the children of Israel to be to 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 enter in the wilderness. Magandang pakinggan. Ikaw na mayroong pinagdadaanan, mako-comfort ka. So ibig sabihin hindi ka nag-iisa lamang sa pinagdadaanan mo. Pero to think that it was the Lord who brought you in that problem or situation you are in, I do not agree. I do not agree. Hindi po ako hindi po ako ayon sa paniniwala na ang Diyos ang nagdala sa iyo sa iyong crisis, ang Diyos ang nagdala sa iyo sa iyong wilderness, ang Diyos ang nagdala sa iyo sa iyong desert. Because the reason why the children of Israel ay pumasok sa wilderness is because of their sa katigasan ng ulo. Now, we have to understand na kung saan sila gustong dalhin ng Painon magmula sa Egypt ay walang iba kundi tinatawag na promised land. Ano yung promised land? Ang promised land is a land that flows with milk and honey. Again, we probably do not understand what does a land that flows with milk and honey. Well, to better understand kung saan sila gustong dalhin ng Painon was actually a land of abundance. Na kung hindi pa rin natin maintindihan kung ano yung lugar na gustong pagdalhan ng Painon sa halos umigit kumulang dalawang milyon ka mga tao at regardless kung ano ang kanilang vocation, regardless kung anong kailang katayong sabi, every single one of them, I mean, will the Lord na sila'y pumasok. As a matter of fact, they will only have to take 13 days na biyahe to be able to reach the promised land. Less than two weeks. And so, why did they spend 40 years in the wilderness? I mean, some people would say, 
it was not the right time yet. I don't think so. Because if it would, have, if it would only have taken them 13 days to be able to reach the promised land, bakit hindi 13 days? I believe whenever we are, kung tayo ay nakakaranas ng pagkaantala, sa anumang ating pinapangarap o sa anumang ating pinagpipray, well, unang-una, ang ating, ang ating pangarap ay dapat align sa kung ano ang mayroon ng Painon. Ang ating panalangin ay dapat align sa kung ano ang plano ng Painon. Dahil kung hindi mo alam na ang iyong ipinagpipray o ang iyong pangarap ay align, akma sa kalooban ng Painon, I mean, you can spend all your life you can keep hoping, you can keep dreaming, and nothing is going to happen. And the delay may end up, may end you up being disappointed, disgusted, or maybe even distressed. And that's why if you're going to pray, you have to make sure that it is the will of God. I've heard people say, well, maybe it was not the will of God for me. Well, did you pray for it? Oh, yes, I prayed, but it was not. Now, did you really pray for it? Because I don't think that prayer is prayer just because you said a word. I believe prayer is prayer because you take the word of God back to God and say, Lord, here is your will. And you cannot do anything against what you have said. Hindi ka gagawa pa noon anumang bagay ng anumang bagay na salungat at kontra sa kung anong sinabi mo. So when, you, when our prayers are just mumbling of words, then that's not prayer. Because I believe every prayer that you and I will make will always have an answer. And the answer is always yes and amen. I mean, some people may ask you, ilang porsyento ba sa prayer mo ang sinagot ng Painon? Some people would say 90%, 80%. But if you're going to ask me, I would never say it's 70%, 80%, 90%, or even 99.9%. Because you know what? Every prayer I make, the Lord has answered. A hundred percent. Because if I have prayed and I don't have any answer, then I haven't prayed. That's not prayer. And so we don't have to pay prayers we don't know has answer. If you know that God will say no to you, then don't pray. If you know that God will tell you wait, then don't pray. Because when you are going to pray, you have to make sure that it is the will of God. How can you be sure it is the will of God if you don't know His Word? How can you be sure it is the will of God if you don't know how to be led by the Holy Spirit? And I believe, hindi pa po sila nagtatagal dito, actually, mahigit isang buwan pa lamang sila sa wilderness. At nakita mo na, nakita, makikita na natin kung anong klaseng puso mayroon sila. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, dadalhin ko kayo sa lumang pangako. Dadalhin ko kayo sa kasaganaan. Dadalhin ko kayo sa katiwasayan. Dadalhin ko kayo sa kapayapaan. Dadalhin ko kayo sa kasiyahan. Dadalhin ko kayo sa lugar na hindi mo mahanap na lugar kung saan-saan, kundi sa kalooban ng Panginoon. And so, they set out from Elim and all the congregation of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. On the 15th day of the second month, Okay, magdadalawang buwan pa lamang. Nasa pangatlong buwan na po tayo ng bagong taon at halos matatapos na rin ang pangalawang, taon, ang pangalawang buwan. 
On the 15th day of the second month after they left the land of Egypt, the congregation of the Israelites grew discontented and murmured and rebelled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the Israelites said to them, Would that we have died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat and eat bread until we were full? For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this entire assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will cause bread to rain from heaven for you. Now, how many of you know that there's no such thing? Magmula sa experience nito, we've never seen a bread raining down from heaven. It does not happen normally. But I can guarantee you, in this year of supernatural, extraordinary, unprecedented, uncommon miracles, you will see provision of God coming from places you do not expect. I mean, I've said, I've made mention, I've made a declaration that I'm, we're believing God for a financial breakthrough this month. I mean, the money came in successfully, partially. And from whom I received the money, he said, Go invite some people. Treat them for dinner and lunch. <laughs> and tell them I'm so thankful for their faithfulness. So Ibi Sabin, whoever will be joining with us in the lunch and dinner will be the people who are faithful. So that means it's not just anybody that will be joining us a very special lunch and dinner. But the thing is, it will happen while we're on the mission. So, ibig sabihin, marami sa inyo hindi makaka-join. Behold, I will cause bread to rain. We do not necessarily expect Bread raining down from heaven, just as we do not expect money raining down from heaven. Money does not come from heaven. Wala pong pagawaan ng pera doon sa langit. Ang pagawaan ng pera ay nandito sa mundo. Ang pagawaan ng pera ay nasa Central Bank. Pero alam mo kung bakit ang, bakit ang pera sa Central Bank ay hindi dumarating sa iyo? Well, ibang story na po yun. Pero ayaw, ayaw natin magturo, ayaw natin sisihin ang kahit sino man because I believe the reason why the children of Israel had stayed for 40 years in the wilderness is not because of Moses, it's not because of Aaron, it's not because of Miriam, it's not because of Joshua, it's not because of anybody else but themselves. And so dito, I would like us to see something that had caused trouble. You see, iba yung Iba yung mayroong dumarating na krisis sa buhay mo kumpara sa ikaw ang may gawa sa krisis na mayroon ka. Na anumang krisis mayroon ka, dumating ito sa iyo, 
or ikaw ang may likha nito, wala akong pakialam, gusto ng Panginoon na ikaw ay makawala magmula sa crisis na yun. And that's why you cannot even blame yourself too much. Hindi mo pwedeng sisihin ang sarili mo. Hindi mo pwedeng iuntog ang ulo mo sa pader at sabihin mo, tigas kasi ng ulo ko, bubo talaga ako. Tama lang talaga sinasabi ng mga magulang ko na ako'y maliit pa. Well, it does not matter anumang crisis mayroon ka. Ang crisis na ito ay marami, maring dahilan, ang, dahilan, ang naging dahilan ay dahil ang mundo ay punong-puno ng mga makasalanan. At hindi ka naman kabahagi doon. Or maybe the crisis you are in ay mayroon kang ginawang kabulak-bulan. Mayroon kang big time na pagkakamali. I believe it does not matter. You have to believe that the crisis does not come from God. And so anything that's not of God should be removed from our lives or anything that's not of God, you and I should be removed from it. It's not the will of God that you have to stay in the crisis. There may be nothing you can do to stop the crisis, but God wants to take you out of the crisis. Maring hindi, hindi natin kayang baguhin. I mean, of course, I'm not one preacher that would go to Russia, between Russia and Ukraine, and stand sa border and say, Stop the war! Just like one pastor, nung nag-aaway, nagigira yung Abu Sayyaf at saka yung militar, but, mga militar sa Pilipinas, I mean, umakyat siya ng bundok sa Mindanao para ipahinto ang gira. At, at, at nung nag-aalboroto din ang, ang mayong volcano, umakyat din doon siya, pinatigil din niya. And of course, the pastor is still alive. And as a matter of fact, they almost worship him today. Halos sinasamba nila. Pero ang, ang pastor na ito ay baloktot ng kanyang katawan, cannot say anything, cannot do anything. He's confined to his wheelchair. And yet, they're almost still worshiping. They're almost worshiping him. I mean, we have a neighbor here that's part of his church. I mean, I'm not that person that will stand and say, Russia, Putin, and Zelensky, stop the war. I mean, we pray, but how many of you know that sometimes even your prayer concerning war stopping would not even happen? Because the Bible says there will be wars. I believe the best thing we can do to pray in the, in the midst of war is for people to be safe. And true enough, there are people. I mean, I received a message of, he's not a pastor, but he's probably one of the leaders of the church. Nasa kalagitnaan siya ng bakbakan. Ngayon, walang pagkain, walang gasolina, mga tindahan, dahil pinapasabog lahat. The good thing is, habang flat ng lahat ng mga building, ang church ay nandoon pa rin. And they were unharmed. Although ang mga bintana ng simbahan ay nagkanda sira-sira na, but every single one of them is safe and protected by God. I believe this is the kind of prayer we should pray. 
And you know why we should pray this the kind of prayer? It's because God promised us protection. God promised us safety, even in the midst of war. And so it is a testimony that they are still alive today. But kung ikaw ang nasa kanyang lugar, you probably would hope that they will be able to leave the place as soon as possible. Because the Russian army that do not stop. Now, tatanungin mo ko, Pastor Tom, asan ka? Sa Ukraine ka ba? O sa Russian? Listen to me. There are things we do not know. Kaya hindi ka pwedeng pumanig. And most probably, I know things that you do not know na kung sasabihin ko kung saan ako pumapanig, ay hindi mo magugustuhan. If I would say that it's all drama, you probably would not believe me. You probably would not believe me it's, a, it's drama. Because lives of people have been killed. Thousands of Ukrainians have died. How can you call it drama? And you know why? Because mayroong grupo ng mga tao sa mundo na wala silang pakialam kahit ilan ang mamatay. Matupad lamang ang kanilang hinahangad. Personal na mga interest. I'm not saying na Putin is godly. I'm not saying Putin is good. Because he's a communist. I mean, ang communist ang kaisipan ay... But the reason why... I mean, Putin did what he did is because he doesn't want anybody to interfere him. But the problem is the ones who are interfering him are the ones who have a global agenda. And that's why, I mean, I appreciate, I admire the heroic act ng Presidente ng Ukraine. But we probably do not know na siya bilang Presidente ay mayroong tali sa kanyang kamay, dalawang kamay, may tali sa kanyang balikat, may tali sa kanyang paa. That's why he moved whatever. I mean, hindi natin nakikita yung tali at na may hawak ng tali ay walang iba kundi ang globalist. I mean, you don't hear that, you don't read that on newspaper, you don't hear that sa mga news. But there are groups of people that, that don't like you, don't like me. And they do not care if you're going to be killed in whatever way you are killed. Sa kahit anong paraan. They don't, they don't care you be, I mean, be dying with the virus. They don't, they don't care you dying with the vaccine. They don't care you dying in the war. They don't, wala silang pagpapahalaga sa buhay. Ang pinapahalagan lamang nila ay ang mga sarili nila. And you know what? That's the devil. We know that God is greater than the devil. And therefore, we believe that there's no plan of the devil that will prosper over you. Walang plano, walang pakay, walang interest ang jablo sa buhay mo na magtatagumpay. Tanging ang plano ng Diyos lamang ang mangingibabaw. Tanging ang kalooban lamang ng Diyos sa buhay mo ang mangingibabaw. Tanging ang hangarin ng Diyos lamang ang mangingibabaw sa buhay mo. The devil's not going to win this war. We do. 
tayo. But, nabanggit ko kanina, mayroong mga sitwasyon na nangyayari na wala ka namang kinalaman dito, pero mayroong mga sitwasyon na nangyayari na ikaw mismo ay direktang mayroong kinalaman. I believe the suffering that they have gone through in the wilderness was self-inflected. And I would like us to talk about three things that was particularly mentioned here na siyang, hindi ka na pwedeng lumingon kung saan-sana, siyang naging dahilan kung bakit pinagdadaanan nila ang kalang pinagdadaanan. But the Lord was not actually condemning them. The Lord was not actually, hindi naman sinabi ng Panginoon sila, kasi kayo ang titigas ng mga ulo nyo. The Lord was still willing to deliver them. The Lord was still willing to take them out of the mess they have created. The Lord was still willing to take them out, deliver them out of the self-inflected crisis that they are going through. It does not matter how much they have done. In fact, in the middle of all this, pinarinig ng Panginoon sa kala, I will cause rain. I will cause bread to rain down from heaven. Ibig sabihin, sa kalagitnaan ng katigasan ng kalang ulo, the Lord will still want to bless them. But how many of you know, kung matigas ang ulo mo, you would not even notice that the Lord is still blessing you. You would not recognize the Lord. You would not even acknowledge that it's still the Lord had brought you safely that you are not killed. You have not died yet. It says, Behold, I will cause bread to rain from heaven for you. The people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day. So that I may test them to determine whether or not they will walk obediently in my instruction. And it shall be on the sixth day. They shall prepare to bring in double. They shall prepare to bring in twice as much as they gather daily. Now, this is Old Testament. I don't believe they have more revelation than we do. That's why we cannot say, Pastor Tom, well, sa kanila ka ng panahon, nung panahon nila. Well, kung sasabihin mo na ito yung sa panahon nila, dapat iniisip mo, na ikaw ay dapat mas blessed kaysa kanila. Hindi mo dapat iniisip na ikaw ay maging blessed na katulad nila dahil ang tingin ng Diyos sa iyo ngayon ay mas pinagpala ka kaysa kanila. At kung ikaw ay mas pinagpala ng Diyos kaysa kanila, ibig sabihin, anumang doble mayroon sila, para sa iyo ay hindi lamang doble. Hindi lamang triple. It will be more. But you will find that the double that, that was promised by the Lord to them was only for isang araw lamang. I don't believe ng pangako ng Painon na doblehin ang kanyang pagpapala sa buhay mo ay isang araw lamang sa isang linggo, o di kaya isang araw lamang sa isang buwan, o di kaya isang araw lamang sa isang taon, o di kaya sa isang... isang I believe that the Lord wants to doubly bless you every single day of your life. More than what you can imagine. More than what you could think. But the Lord said, I will doubly bless them one day a week. At kung titignan natin that double blessing that the Lord has promised them, that particular day where they don't have to go out and find the bread 
was actually a day that was devoted to the Lord and the Lord alone. Whole day. Walang lalabas ng bahay. Walang gagawa ng kahit ano. Because everything that the people need are already taken care of the previous day. And so that day, well, no unang panahon, according to Jewish calendar, it was Friday. So on a Friday, they got double. So that on a Saturday, they don't have to do nothing. Well, I, believe, I don't believe that God wants to bless you the same way. I believe God wants to bless you differently. And the difference will be God wants to bless you on a daily basis. The psalmist said that the Lord will load you with His benefits daily. Not just one particular day. That's why we should not just worship the Lord on a Sunday. We should worship the Lord on a daily basis. Because if you only worship the Lord on a Sunday, that means you are only fulfilling your religious obligation. How many of you know, you can do all you want, you can do all your, all your religious obligation on a Sunday, but that does not the reason, that could not be the reason that God will bless you. You see, bago tayo nag-umpisa ng service ngayong umaga, I could hear people talking. And the sound that I hear while people were talking, I said, it was a sound of freedom. I mean, you're free to talk. And nobody, nobody will stop you from talking. I mean, malaya ka. But it's not just a freedom to talk but it's actually real freedom. And that's why I came to think, why would people do not want to go to church when there is such freedom inside the church than outside? You see, I mean, I don't hear one particular voice I mean, I hear many voices, but it dawned on me, and I begin to realize it's because of the freedom that we have. Kaya nga, if there's kumeruman lugar na dapat takbuhan mo dahil nagahanap ka ng kalayaan, it should be the church. Kumeruman lugar na dapat takbuhan mo dahil nagahanap ka ng provision, it should be the church. Not because somebody else will give you the provision, but because the press, what you need is more than just the provision that you think of. Because what, what you actually need, as far as God is concerned, is His presence. Because when you, are, when you have His presence, you have everything that you need. People are looking for happiness. People are looking for joy. People are looking for freedom and liberty. But they do not want to go to church. As a matter of fact, they only come to church as an afterthought. Pagkatapos na nalista na nila ang mga lugar na kailang puntahan, kung mayroon pang masisingit ng church, ay isisingit nila. Listen to me. You are not going to experience double if you're going to live your life that way. And that's why I believe we still have time to repent. 
Don't you think that you're going to repent later on? Don't you think that you're going to re repent a week from now? Because let me tell you, if there's any time, if, the, if there's any perfect time for you to repent, now don't look at, wag mong pakinggan ang word na repent as something that, that is trying to condemn you or make you feel guilty. Because repentance is a good word. It's not a bad word. It's not an evil word. As a matter of fact, the reason why there's repentance is because God wants us to return to Him. He does not want us na tayo ay patuloy na nawawala sa Kanya. Gusto niya na tayo ay makapanumbalik sa Kanya upang siya ang ating maging gabay at ating mga patnubay na pagka tayo ay ginagabayan ng Panginoon at pinapatnubayan ng Panginoon, alam mo, hindi kanya gagabayan at papatnubayan patungo sa kapahamakan. It shall be that on the sixth day, they shall prepare to bring in twice as much as they gather daily so that they will not need to gather on the seventh day. So Moses and Aaron said to all Israel, At evening you shall know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord. For He hears your murmurings against the Lord. What are we that you murmur and rebel against us? Now, I would like us to look at three major things that had brought the curse the misfortune that the children of Israel had experienced when, it, when they were on their way to the promised land. Unang una, these people were discontented. I mean, malinaw na malinaw ng mga taong ito ay andyan yung discontentment. Walang pagkakontento well, siguro naman, ang tao ay likhang ganun eh. But I don't think that Christians should be that way. I don't believe that tayo bilang mga Kristiyano ay namumuhay tayo na discontented. Because your discontentment can lead, can lead you to another problem. Can lead you to another, I mean, it can lead you to the next thing, which is murmuring or complaining. Bakit sila discontento? Because they think na ang buhay nila habang sila'y nasa Egypt ay mas maigi pa kaysa buhay kung saan sila nandun na. You have to understand, ang buhay was never designed by God na paatras. So don't tell me na mas maganda ang buhay mo nung ikaw ay kabataan pa laang. And don't tell me na mas maganda ang buhay mo last year kaysa ngayon. And don't tell me nang buhay mo kahapon ay mas maganda kaysa buhay mo ngayon. Because if you say that, then ang direksyon na tinatahak mo ay paatras o di kaya paurong. Hindi po yun ang direksyon na gusto ng Panginoon na ating tahakin. Ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay improvement. Ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay progress. Ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay development. Ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay moving forward. Ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay advancement. But because they were so occupied in the heart and mind about the kind of life that they have in Egypt, they thought it was better. They only thought it was better. But tayo mismo ngayon, we probably know 
that their life in Egypt was not any better. So, ibig sabihin tayo na mayroong mata ay dapat na nakakakita. There was nothing better with your past. At sa tuwing tinitingnan mo ang iyong kahapon, hindi mo maiiwasan na kung nasaan ka nandun ngayon, ay madiskontento ka. To be discontent means to be unhappy. To be discontent means to be displeased. Hindi ka masaya sa buhay. Sabi nila, ang buhay ay maiksi. Huwag <laughs> mong mas lalong in sa hindi mo pagiging masaya. I mean, I've heard it from Dr. Tess na ang pagtawa, ang pagiging masaya ay pwedeng magpahaba ng buhay mo. Pero ang sabi ko, ingatan mo lang din kung saan ka tumatawa. Dahil baka naglalakad ka sa kalsada, tawa ka ng tawa, at mayroon kang sinusundan o mayroong sumusunod sa iyo, baka isipin nila na silang pinagtatawanan mo, ikaw ay saksakin, umiksi lalo ang buhay mo. So siguraduhin mo. I've heard it from one preacher long time ago. That laughter will help you. It will restore even yung mga maliliit na mga veins sa utak mo na, na pumutok dahil sa depression, dahil sa lungkot, dahil sa stress. That's what happens when you are discontented. You become unhappy with everything. You're not happy with your spouse. You're not happy with your children. You're not happy with your job. You're not happy with your business. You're not just happy with anything. But listen to me. Your life do not depend on anybody else's and your life do not depend on your circumstance. You can actually make up your mind and say, I do not care if Tuesday ang litro ng crudo ay aabot ng 72. Bisaya yun, 72. Alam niyo yun? May, may diin yun. I do not care. I will not be stressed. I will not be displeased. I will not be unhappy. I purpose in my heart that I'm going to rejoice and be glad because the Lord will take care of me. I know the real problem. I mean, kita kong problema because after pagtasyan, tataas ang mga bilihin. Pero wala sa iyo ang kapangyarihan para baguhin ang sitwasyon na ito. Pero mayroon kang kapangyarihan para baguhin ang attitude mo. Sabi ni Benjamin Franklin, yung kapitbahay namin nung kami nakatira sa Segovia. Sabi, sabi ni Benjamin Franklin, Contentment makes a poor man rich, while discontentment makes a rich man poor. Kung ikaw ay taong kontento sa buhay, 
kahit gaano ka kahirap, ikaw ay nagiging mayaman. Pero kung ikaw ay diskontentong tao, kahit gaano ka kayaman, ikaw ay nagiging mahirap. You know why? Because poverty is not just a reality that we see around us. Poverty is a mentality. So if you are discontented with life, then you are the poorest of the poor. Oh, but Pastor Tom, the Bible says, Jesus said, blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom. No, but not that kind of poor. Hindi po yun ang ibig sabihin ng pagiging poor, na wala kang makain. Ang ibig sabihin ng poor na sinabi ni Jesus ay, wala kang inaasahan, wala kang pinagkakatiwala na kahit sino man kundi sa Panginoon lamang. That's what it means. You don't rely on yourself, you don't rely on anything, you don't rely on anybody, you just rely on God. That, that, that's what makes you poor. And because that, that is how poor you are, then God gives you His kingdom. A very rich kingdom, napakayaman na kaharian. Malalaman mo kung gaano kadiskontento ang tao. Mayroong isang kabataan. Ang isang kabataan, gusto niyang tumanda na. He wants to be older. When you were young, you wish you were older. And now that you are old, you wish you were younger. Ito pa. If something is old, you want something new. And if it's new, you want something newer. If it's small, you want something bigger. And if it's big, nasa sayo ng malaki, you want something really big. Kumikita ka ng isang libo kada buwan, kada linggo. You want it too. Gusto mo ng dalawa. At ngayon na mayroon ka ng dalawang libo kada linggo, gusto mo maging lima. At ngayon mayroon ka ng lima, gusto mo maging sampo. Amin, ang buhay ng tao ay patuloy na diskontento. Meron kang apartment. Gusto, gusto mong magkakondo. Meron ka ng kondo. Gusto mo ng bahay. Meron ka ng bahay. Gusto mo ng mas malaking bahay. Nasa sayo na ang malaking bahay. Gusto mo ng bago. At mas magandang. I mean, ha, walang katapusan. I don't believe that we I don't believe that we deserve something new if we do not even learn how to appreciate with what we have already now. I don't I don't believe we deserve something that is much bigger if we don't appreciate the small that we have. Because really the way to becoming bigger is be faithful with the little. Appreciate do not be discontent. It's okay to desire for something bigger. But do not neglect to rejoice and be happy that what you have, kung anong mayroon ka. I mean, magpasalamat ka kung anong mayroon ka. 
Mayroong mga taong nagre-reklamo na walang laman ang kalang refrigerator. Magpasalamat ka na mayroong refrigerator. Ang iba wala. Mayroong mga taong nagre-reklamo. Mayroon silang cellphone, walang load. Magpasalamat ka na may cellphone ka. Yung iba wala. Humihi ka ng load sa kanila. Silang may load. You're complaining about your little house. But there are lots of people who do not own their own house. Nirereklamo mo mong kasamahan mo sa trabaho. Magpasalamat ka na mayroong trabaho. Milyon-milyon mga Pilipino walang trabaho. Basically, ang dahilan kung bakit discontented tayo is we would always look back and we would compare our past with our present. Hindi ka kailanman magtatagumpay at uusad sa buhay kung palagi mong titingnan ang iyong kahapon, ang iyong nakalipas, ang, ang mga nakaraan. Dahil sasabihin ko sa iyo, hindi man pwedeng maging inspirasyon mo ang iyong nakalipas because ang ngayon mo at ang bukas will always be far better than your past. You should never serve as an, as an encouragement. Now that you have a job, you dream of a better job. And now that you have a better job, you dream of a bigger job. And now that you have a bigger job, you dream of a job closer to where you live. And now that you have a job, you want to have a better boss. Better boss. Now that you have a job, you want to have a better benefits. And on and on and on and on and on and on. When you were still single, you dream and you wish you were married. And now that you are married, kayo na po ang magdugtong. Self, self-explanatory na yan. You see, people could not just stop being discontented. And it was one of the major reasons why they could not even get the blessing of the Lord. Mas lalo na yung double blessing. And of course, their discontentment had led them to murmuring, griping, whining, and complaining. What does it mean when you're complaining about something or about somebody? What does it mean when you're murmuring? I mean, the dictionary said that murmuring is an indignant complaining. Indignant. My galit. May hugot. And that's what they were doing. That was the kind of attitude that the children of Israel has. They have a complaining spirit. They have a complaining attitude. Their complaining attitude was their disposition to make excuses. Mayroon dahilan, palagi mayroon dahilan. And not only that, 
it leads them, nagiging disposition nila ang palaging magbigay ng dahilan. But actually, ito din ay disposition na sila'y madaling magturo. Sinisisi. Sinisisi kung bakit ang kalang naging magulang ay kalang naging magulang. Sinisisi nila kung saan sila'y pinanganak. Sinisisi sila kung bakit sila'y pinanganak. I mean, tinuturo nila ang kalang mga daliri sa ibang tao. Isang daliri nakaturo sa ibang tao pero tatlong daliri nakaturo sa kanya. Make excuses, would blame others, and would even blame the bad circumstances. They would even blame Russia and Ukraine kung bakit tumaas ang presyo ng mga bilihin. A complaining spirit is a spirit that refuses to take personal responsibility. How many of you know, hindi mo pwedeng asahan ng gobyerno ang maging responsibilidad sa buhay mo? I mean, it's good to be a part of a church, but it's not even the church's responsibility. I mean, your life is not the church's responsibility. I know the church must do something, whatever is necessary to help you. But if you are not responsible of your own life, And the very first thing na gagawin ng isang tao who's not willing to take personal responsibility is complain. Magreklamo. Reklamo ang namumuno. Magreklamo. I mean, attitude ng boss. Magreklamo. I mean, halos lahat ng bagay ay inire-reklamo. I believe if we are going to begin to take personal responsibility sa ating mga buhay, I believe ito ay pwedeng maging daan na bago-bago, even before you know it, God will surprise you with His double blessing. God will surprise you with, with His double favor. God will surprise you with His double increase. A complaining spirit will not be able to give thanks to the Lord even with little things. Ang reklamador na tao ay hindi maa-appreciate ang maliit na bagay. Lumapit sa iyo, humingi ng tulong. Sinabi, nangangailangan siya ng isang libo Ngunit ang kaya mo lamang na maitulong ay isang daan. Imbis na magpasalamat sa isang daan, ay magreklamo at ikwento sa ibang tao kung gaano ka kasama. Samantalang nabigyan mo siya. Ano bang, ano bang responsibilidad mo sa taong yun na dapat naman sana'y magpasalamat na binigyan mo nga kahit wala? Pero hindi eh. Pambihirang yaman-yaman, pero isandaan lang. Ang taong yumaman na yun ay may, may pag-unawa ng kanyang yaman ay hindi para sa'yo. I mean, hindi siya nagtrabaho for nothing. I mean, he did not become blessed, he did not become wealthy just to be abused by the people who are not willing to take responsibility of their own personal life. 
Mayroon mga tao na gusto lamang sila sumahod sa pagpapala. Pero ayaw nilang maging alulod ng pagpapala. Hello? Tanungin mo sarili mo, anong kasahod? Nagkasahod lamang ng pagpapala o ikaw ay alulod ng pagpapala? Alam mo yung alulod? Hindi mo alam? Ano? <laughs> ano sa Tagalog? Ano sa English yung? Gutter, gutter, gutter. Sandayong, sandayong. I mean, meron mga taong gusto lamang sumahod. Pero ayaw nilang maging alulod. At kung walang dumadaloy, magre-reklamo. At kung mayroon dumadaloy, ito lang, pambihira. Now, I know that one of the cleansing that the Lord has done with the church is He's removing the people who are murmurers and, grum- and gripers and complainers. You know, you, know how, you know why I know that God has removed people who are complainers? It's because after they left, they're still complaining. Hello? Because if he had not complained, they would have not never left. And then the third one. You see, wag, wag, wag niyong, wag niyong itaasan yung mga kalasagat. Oh, Pastor Paul, that's not me. That's not me. I'm not the one discontented. I'm not the one who is a murmurer. Well, let me check number three. Rebellion. I mean, they have missed the double blessing. They have missed the bo- double anointing. They have missed the double grace. They have missed the double favor. They have missed everything that God wants them to have double. Just because God found them to be discontented, just because the Lord, not, hindi nagbabago ang will Lord. He still wants to bless you. But if He finds you discontented, if He finds you murmuring, complaining, grumbling, it's not that God would not bless you anymore. He still wants to bless you, but He cannot bless you that way. Because you will only use the blessing, the double of the blessing for yourself and for nothing. It will not serve the purpose of God. Now, of course, many times, pag sinabi natin, rebellion, it is always you are doing something against the will of God. Yung kinukontra mo, Mayroong sinabi ang painon sa iyo na gawin mo to. Kinontra mo. But rebellion is not only because you are doing something that is contrasting or contradicting the will of God, but doing something, I mean rebellion is actually could also means doing something that is not the will of God period. Hindi lamang sa kinukontra mong kalooban ng Panginoon, hindi, hindi mo ginagawa ang kalooban ng Panginoon. 
At yun ay matinding problema sa kanila. Even if God's desire for them to be doubly blessed in spirit, in soul, in body, in every way, and because God found them to be rebellious. It took them 40 days, I mean 40 years in the wilderness. Church, we don't have that much time to waste in the wilderness. We don't have that much time to waste in the desert. I mean, even a day, isang araw lang na ikaw ay manatili sa wilderness, manatili sa ilang at manatili sa desierto. I mean, malaki ang mawawala sa'yo. Dahil okay lang mawalan ka ng lahat-lahat. Huwag lang yung oras. Huwag lang yung panahon. Mawalan ka ng kaibigan, pwede kang makahanap ng mas magandang kaibigan. Mawalan ka ng trabaho, pwede kang makahanap ng mas magandang trabaho. Nalugi ka sa negosyo, I mean, pwede kang bigyan ng painoon ng ideya para ng isang mas magandang negosyo. I mean, you can almost lose everything and be able to find them later on. But once you lose your time, you won't be able to get it back to you. And many people would waste their time in rebellion that is as if pwede, nila, pwede silang mamuhay apart from God. Akala nila mayroon silang mararating. Akala nila na kalang mga pangarap will come to reality. Just by themselves, there is, I mean, there is once, there's not one self-made man on earth. Now, kung titignan natin, hindi po nagbago ang gusto ng Panginoon sa kala. Sa kalagitnaan ng kalang pagiging discontented, sa kalagitnaan ng kalang pagreklamo, sa kalagitnaan ng kalang rebellion, nakita po natin, we have read from the scripture that the Lord still wants to bless them double. Hindi nagbabago ang puso ng Panginoon patungkol sa atin dahil lamang tayo hindi sumusunod sa Kanya. Pero pinahirapan natin ang ating sarili kung tayo ay diskontento. Kung tayo ay reklamo ng reklamo. Kung tayo ay nagre-rebuild eh. Pinahirapan natin ang ating sarili. Okay lang sana kung ikaw ay naghihirap na mag-isa mo. Ang buhay kasi sa mundo damay-damay. Pagka ikaw ay naghihirap, siguradong mayroong nadadamay sa paghihirap mo. Ayaw mo mapag-isa? Now, kung ganun nga ang disenyo ng buhay natin na tayo yung mandamay, bakit hindi natin idamay ang mga tao sa kayusan, sa kabutihan, sa kaunlaran, sa katiwasayan? Bakit hindi natin idamay ang mga tao sa pagpapala? Bakit hindi natin idamay ang mga tao sa kabutihan ng Diyos, sa kanyang kaluwalhatian, sa kanyang favor, sa kanyang biyaya, sa lahat-lahat na ibinuhos ng Panginoon sa atin, bakit hindi yun ang ating gamitin para madama yung iba? If you would go with me to Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, I believe this is the only way, this is the solution na para mawala sa atin ang discontentment. Para mawala sa atin ang murmuring at grumbling. Para mawala sa atin ang rebellion. I mean, 
Ang rebellion kasi is hindi mo matatago. The dictionary defined rebellion as an open resistance. Open resistance, I mean, inihahayag mo, ipinapakita mo na ikaw ay kumukontra. Ikaw ay sumasalungat. Isi kung tayo ay sasalungat sa Panginoon, wala tayong mararating. Nobody had reached their destiny by swimming against the current, against the flow. Now, I'm not talking about the flow of the world. I'm not talking about the flow of politics. I'm not talking about the flow of the system of the world. I'm talking about the flow of the Spirit. Kung gusto mong maging epektibo, kung gusto mong makarating, mayroong marating, then go with the flow of the Spirit. Stop swimming against the flow. Go with the flow of the Spirit. For verse 6 tells us that it's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by power. I mean, naturally speaking, maybe ito na nga ang katangian ng tao, likha ang taong diskontento. But that can change by the Spirit of God. When you become contented, when you look up on the sky, you would see sky becomes bluer. I mean, when you look at the trees, you look at the trees becomes greener. You look at the sun, ang, ang, ang araw magmumukhang mas maliwanag, mas matindi ang sikat ng araw. Life will become different. Ito, ito hindi dahil pinaghirapan mo, pinagsakripisyon mo. No, the Word of God says, it's not by might. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 7. Who are you, O great crisis? Who are you, end time difficulties? Who are you, misfortune? Who are you, mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Why would even the writer put the word grace twice? Bakit dalawang bisis binanggit ang grace? I mean, to me, that means there is a double grace for you. We have to get ready. Kailangan natin ihanda ang ating sarili. Oh, but Pastor Tom, hindi ko pa nga na-utilize yung first grace lang. Magdo-double grace pa ako. Hindi ko pa nga na-utilize yung one grace, mag-extra grace pa ako. Well, marami sa atin, utilize na utilize natin yung one rice, one cup of rice. That's why we need more extra rice. Do not wait until you utilize the first level of grace that God gave you. Go on! Because the next level of grace, the double grace, is ready to be unleashed into your life. Double favor. Double anointing. Double promotion. Oh, but Pastor Tom, not this time when things and life is tough. 
hindi sa ngayon. I think we have to go to Isaiah 61 verse 7. Isaiah 61 verse 7. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. How many of you know it is a shame when people knew you are a Christian and yet they know that they have a better life than you have? It is a shame. Alam ng ibang tao ikaw Kristiano, pero alam nila na mas magandang buhay nila kaysa sa it is a shame. Because the Word of God says to His people, I will make you become blessed and a blessing above all the nations of the earth. You should be the, you should be the most blessed person in your workplace. You should be the, best, the most blessed family in your community. It does not matter if they have more expensive cars than you have. I mean, that's how people look at worth. Yun ang tingin ng tao sa halaga, kung anong mga gamit. I mean, ang mga mas mahalagang bagay ay hindi nabibili ng pera. Ulitin ko po, ang mga mas mahalagang bagay ay hindi po nabibili ng pera. Ang pera mo pwede makabili ng sasakyan kasamang insurance. Pero hindi porkit nakabili ka ng sasakyan at mayroong kasamang insurance ay hindi ka na madidisgrasya. Safety can only come from the Lord. You don't even have to spend a dime or a centavo to be safe going out and to be safe coming in. The Lord is your protection. Ang pera ay pwede makabili ng bahay. Can buy a house, but not necessarily a home. Money can buy many kinds of things, but the most precious things in life cannot be bought with money. And that's why it should not matter to us if they have more expensive car than ours, it does, should not matter to us if their house is bigger than ours. It should not matter. We're still happy. We're still contented. And we are still, I mean, paglabas ng ating bahay, paglakan sa kalsada, I mean, ang ating mukha ay nakatingala pa rin. At hindi tayo nahihiya. Dahil wala tayong mga bagay na kaparehas ng mayroon sila. And that's why God wants to bless you in your shame. He wants to bless you with double honor. He wants to bless you with double blessing. He wants to bless you with double favor. He wants to bless you with double grace. Instead of your shame, you're not going to be ashamed anymore. You're not going to stoop down while walking down the road. You're going to lift your head up high, knowing that the Lord God, the Lord your God, is the glory, your glory. Not shame, but the glory and the lifter of your head. 
Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. Instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Many people today, maraming mga tao don't know what to do. I mean, imagine 11 to 12 pesos ang itataas. Itong current na presyo, hindi mo na nga kaya. Tataas pa. I mean, kahit saan nila dalhin na mataas ang presyo, walang mas tataas sa Panginoon mo. Nothing can be high like the most high. So don't you fear. Don't say, mabuti pa nung sinuinuy pa ang Pangulo. Si Gloria pa ang Pangulo. I mean, yung ibang Pangulo ay nananahimik na, wag mo nang gambalahin. Take responsibility. Receive the double blessing. Receive the double favor. Receive the double grace. Instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Isang bagay na hindi po kayang bayaran ng pera, ang kagalakan. Ang halakhak. When was the last time humagalpak ka sa tawa? I mean, iba yung ngiti. Okay lang yung ngiti. Kasi pwede kang, pwede kang ngumiti kahit totoo'y ngiting aso. Pero paghagalpak, it should come from the very bottom of your heart. I believe one of the things, one of the double that God wants you to have is double joy. Say double joy. Say double joy. Now, you have to understand, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about double happiness. And even with happiness, I mean, God can give you double happiness. But the problem with happiness is it, 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 it is based on the circumstance. And the circumstance, ang circumstance mo, hindi palagi maganda. That's why God wants to give us double joy because it does not depend on whatever situation you're in. Ang joy ay hindi po dahil maayos ang lahat. Magandang pakiramdam. Ang pera ay dumadaloy. No, joy is whether you don't have the money, but because you know you have Christ, you're joyful. Joy is even if you don't feel like you're healthy or healed. You feel the pain. Nararamdaman mo pa rin. May sakit. May sakit yung gout mo. Wala tatawa. May tumatawa. I mean, nananakit na yung mga kasukasuhan mo. But, you still have joy because you know God is your healer. I mean, the last time you check your bank account, it's almost below zero. But because you have Jesus in your heart, 
the very source of all joy. I mean, tinawanan mo, tawa ka ng tawa habang, na, habang nasa harapan ka ng machine, ATM machine. Tawa ka ng tawa. Nagugulat na yung nasa sunod mo sa linya. But because, how many of you know that joy is more contagious than grief? Just as light is more contagious than darkness. How many of you know, while you're laughing, watching, ooh, zero balance, almost below zero, ooh, and then you, you started laughing, you started laughing, you started rejoicing, and then, mga tao na silikon mo, nagugulan, they don't know, hanggang sila tinamaan din ng spirit of joy. Well, Pastor Tom, kahit sila unbeliever, listen to me. Yes, there's a joy of salvation, but the joy can hit anybody, believer, atheist, unbeliever, I mean, it can hit anybody. It's contagious. And it's a way that God brings His healing to the sick. Diba? Ano sabi ng Bible? Laughter is what? It's the best medicine. Well, I believe the word is the best medicine. Laughter is next. Because you can laugh all you want. If you don't have the word, you can, you can still be sick. Double joy, double healing, double prosperity, double increase, double multiplication, double in every way. And this is in as far as what God is concerned. It's not double pain. It's not double sorrow. It's not double misfortune. It's not double curse. It is double in every way as far as God is concerned. If you have been doubly sick, then you can have your double healing. If you have been doubly sad, then you can have your double joy. I mean, kayang dublihin ng Panginoon ang anumang nangyari sa buhay mo sa nakalipas na inisip mo papano ako makakawala dito. How can I be set free? How can I be delivered? Well, there is a way out. Believe that God can bring you the double honor from the shame that you have, from the dishonor that you have, from the embarrassment that you have. God can bring you double honor. Hallelujah. Now, this may not be for all, but I would like to pray, particularly for people who want to have double joy. I would pray for you. I mean, Pastor, let me join with me. We'll pray that God will give you double joy. And of course, it's not just the laughter that you desire, but even so, kahit paman kung ang hanap mo lang ay laughter, katulad ng, I've heard some people would say, I want the tongues. Gusto ko ng speaking in tongues. Although, you, I mean, you cannot actually have speaking in tongues without the Holy Spirit. So minsan, ang tao, gusto lamang nila ng tongues because they don't know yet of what they can actually, what they can desire. People can be taught later on. But, if you don't fully understand why you have, I mean, why you would say, God, give me laughter, 
Because it's not really the laughter that you want to desire. It is actually the joy that you want to desire. Because the joy will be with you even when circumstance doesn't mean to be, I mean, favorable to you. If you're here and you want to receive some double joy, I would like you to stand to your feet, get down to the front. We're going to pray. It's a double breakthrough. Because you cannot experience breakthrough without laughter. You cannot experience breakthrough without joy in your heart. You might say, but Pastor Tom, I'm not really that, hindi naman ako very expressive na tao. I can laugh, but not, hindi para magpakita ng gilas. No. Hindi rin tayo dito. I mean, hindi, hindi. The call is not para magpakita. The call is to receive something from the Lord. Now, I said, I said, I said it particularly joy, but it could mean grace. It could mean anointing. It could mean honor for your shame. It could mean glory. It could mean multiplication. Because in the past few years, maaring ang buhay mo have been walang iba kundi deduction, deduction, deduction. It's time for you to multiply. It's time for you to multiply. I said, it's time for you to multiply. Tayo pong lahat ito mayo. Huwag po kayong magbadaling umuwi dahil baka wala na kayong maupuan sa... Mayroon po tayong apat na shuttle ngayon. So, I believe we have more than enough for everybody papuntang Mercado at papuntang Balibago. If you're here and you desire to receive double, come on down. You don't have to wait for the music. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Thank you, Lord. How many of you know that the joy that you have and that you can have may be the most precious thing that somebody else desired to have? At ikaw ang gagamitin ng Panginoon para ito'y dumaloy sa kanila. Thank you, Lord. You have a song? Hallelujah. I pray that even as we begin to pray, deep inside your heart will burst forth laughter and joy. That will bring confusion to the devil. 
and that he would begin to withdraw all of the lies he have whispered into your ears. The devil might have told you you're, you're worth nothing. But the Lord is telling you now, you are worth more than everything. If you were the only ones who was alive when Jesus came, I believe Jesus would still die for you. That's how precious you really is. That's how valuable you are. Everybody lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Ikaw lamang o Diyos ang nakakaalam ng doble na pangangailangan ng bawat isa. You have not withheld your whole. Why would you even withhold the double? Kung hindi nyo po ipinagkait ang buo mo sa amin, bakit hindi mo ibibigay sa amin ang dalawang party? The double portion. Lord, I know that there is a cry and it's in every heart. And that cry may be a cry for, for different reasons. But you will replace it with joy. They that sow in tears will reap in joy. They might, they, they might have come to the front with tears. But they're going to walk out from this place with laughter. In the name of Jesus. Release the double portion. Release double honor. Release double blessing. Release double grace. Double favor. Release it now, Lord. To those who are crying out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Too many times ang ating joy is motivated by the music. And really, there's nothing wrong with it. But what if there's no music? What if there's no sound? Real joy should be determined by our heart. If we have let God fill our heart with His joy, you don't have to wait for music. You will even create some music. You will even be able to sing a song. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe, I believe that God wants that the most joyful people in Santa Rosa are the ones who are from New Life Santa Rosa. Disney called themselves the highest, the, the happiest place on earth. But we cannot call New Life Santa Rosa the happiest place. Because happiness is dependent on circumstance. I would rather say that New Life Santa Rosa is the most joyful place 
in Santa Rosa, in Laguna, in the Philippines. Your circumstances do not have to be good in order for you to rejoice. You can be in the midst of a storm. You can be in the midst of crisis. And still rejoice. And still rejoice. And still rejoice. The Word of God says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, Rejoice! Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesantarosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.